Hi, I'm Stefan. I've been playing in the band Pumice for 32 years and we're going to talk about the new record for us. Hi, I'm Jade. I've been playing <laughs> in Pumice for I don't know how many years, four, four something like that. And we're going to talk about uh, Phyllis. Congrats on the release of Phyllis. I'd like to get some insight into the timeline around this release. Your last record, Table, came out back in 2020. So how long have you been working on Phyllis and what's it like looking back on Table after a couple of years? I like Table. We recorded a lot of that quite live from memory and I think a lot of the time Stefan was playing a harmonium and I was playing a electrified violin and I, I really like the way those two instruments sound together so that was really fun to do that and and I think a lot of it kind of was just like we had some tape or we'd you know we'd do some songs that we'd kind of worked out but then there'd always be little bits of tape left on the reel and Stephen would go okay you know have you got an idea go and then we'd do something and then that would become a song so it was quite fun yeah well I reckon table was me and Jade kind of starting to figure out how to play together and it was pretty spontaneous pretty jam just jamming recording uh, and then carving it up and sculpting it so yeah I think it was us becoming a pretty solid duo and then with Phyllis we've kind of we took more time to to write proper songs before we recorded them. Um, digging through these muddy last few years. I know when we did shows to like tables kind of era shows, there was a couple of songs creeping into the set that that are on Phyllis so there's kind of some overlap but it's probably about it's probably two or three years between them um well I think with Phyllis it was because a lot of the sort of songs had quite small kind of kernel forms. Some of them were um, some ukulele songs that Stefan sort of had on the go and so you know through working on them over a period, of, a longer period of time they kind of, uh, their final kind of form turned out quite like surprisingly you know new from from how they started out so I guess that was kind of fun. One thing that I kind of see as a, a beginning of Phyllis Record was reading Shane Carter's book where he dismissed the Lars as, as a mere skiffle band uh, and I, I love skiffle and I thought that was 
crazy and it made me want to make some proud skiffle music uh, which has always been an element of pumice like sort of um, scratchy guitars that you can't tune properly yeah so that uh, I don't know something about that made me go he's crazy I'm gonna make a skiffle record now a car for kennel is the opening track on the record was there a reason you picked this to start the album off with and did you have a thought process around the sequencing overall because it's the best one <laughs> do, you, do you reckon do you reckon jay there's just uh i don't know it seemed like a good song to start rosie parlane said it was a good song to start with uh, he didn't give a reason but he said it um, and he wasn't involved in the decision. Oh, you give it lots of thought, yeah, and you try out different ones. Um, sometimes there's a really obvious, logical, right, you know, apparent way to do to do it that you don't have to think about. Other times you wrestle with it. I know it's a mysterious process.
I'm clever. Let's see. The it's it's uh one of the toilet songs. Definitely, I was keeping a a nylon string guitar in my toilet in the last couple of years, and it's a great way to generate riffs. And that riff in particular is quite complicated and was quite challenging. I think I kept adding to it each time I did a poo. So I was talking to um, Campbell Neal and Duckling Monster and Campbell was talking about how he he'd sort of um, he was quite an obsessive music maker and he'd sort of re-diverted those energies into making pipes and carving them and selling them and what he was saying was it's the same thing it's the same thing as making music you get absorbed in a in a particular thing and you focus on it and you sit out there in your shed for hours and hours and hours and hours doing it and I had this vision of just like a little sort of demon in, inside his head saying I'm clever yeah I don't know that phrase just stuck I'm clever between gravel and gravy walls with chicken walls cross country music with cross country running gravel and gravy the wine and again and bottle and in my knickers you can really taste the money
Yeah, hurdles. It wasn't even intended to be a, a, a big long epic like that. There's a bit of a story to it, I guess. But a, a, a dear friend of mine, Katarama Moruhu, died two years ago, and he was a dear friend since high school. We had a shared love of, you know, grisly horror movies and and galloping proto metal and sort of hard rock hoof music we used to call it you know like a horse's hoof hoof um and so the song was just a kind of a just thinking about him putting stupid stuff in their skulls and guts munching and drug taking not being for amateurs slugs anyway the I got a good take of it, got a good take of it down, and um, and the guitar just started feeding back of its own accord. So that whole in the whole sort of feedback ending of it was completely unplanned, and it uh, uh, felt a bit um, cosmic and spiritual, and magical. It's got good lyrics, and um, it's got this line that I, I always used to mishear it. I I always used to think it was the ratchet disciple. And I always used to think that's such a clever line, the ratchet disciple. I'd always, it kind of made images in my mind, <laughs> a ratchet disciple. But I misheard it. It wasn't that. It was um, the ratchet horse that I bought. Yeah. So, um, which is good too. Yeah, that's good. Too. <laughs> the, the lyrics are so good, but the the. <laughs> the wrongly heard lyrics are the lyrics are the really good one. Even better, yeah. <laughs>
kind of goes back to uh, probably the mid 90s and it was it had pretty much the same riff and some slightly different lyrics and I always thought the riff was good and the lyrics were a bit phoned in maybe so yeah I guess it's about security but it's about lying in bed um, being scared or losing your teddy bear or whatever it is that keeps you secure at night or whatever rituals you have to go through before you even get into bed and what was cool was after i told jade about that all that she was able to add her versions of those things into the song yeah it was very easy to add my versions because they're quite vivid memories of being like <laughs> <laughs> you know an OCD kind of child and like I had a pretty serious routine of checking the cupboard sort of quite a, quite a number of times and counting them before I could get into bed and yeah I'm sure that's pretty those kind of stories are pretty common for, for lots of kids
Mine's amazing, she can play the shit out of anything you give her effortlessly and beautifully. Her parts actually, she just, she was just tinkering at home and recorded it on her phone and sent it over and just kind of welded it in there. The title toilet, you could probably guess what the title, where the title came from, maybe, just guessing. See, the song toilet is, I think I said earlier, it was around, that song was around for a long time even back when we were playing the table gigs so I guess in some ways it's a bridge between Table and Phyllis there's a couple of things about that song that I sort of were inspired by uh, one one part of the riff was inspired by Gordon Bassett who I used to play in, in a band with in Hamilton called Armis Pumpet and uh, another part of the riff was inspired by another Hamilton band called the Emersons. They're just riffs that I liked playing and I sort of found my own way to build on them uh, when I was sitting in the toilet. It's a fun one to play that one because it's sort of it's sort of sections. I, I just get to improvise a lot in that one so there's sort of sections that repeat and it just kind of feels um, like a, almost like Lego blocks or something, there's like, it's kind of like the improvising is kind of taken care of for you, it's sort of like, yeah, I don't know if that's making much sense, but it's just a nice structure to, um, to weave in and out of. 